Okay, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the sixth and final episode for this week of my podcast, 100X Secrets, where I share my journey uncovering the secrets to explosive and consistent business growth and market domination. I mentioned at the end of my last episode that I wanted to share an additional insight into the concept of the Dream 100 that I discussed then. Chet Holmes wrote his book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, in 2008. So of course, over the last 12 years, there have been some major changes to the internet and the way we market things online. And this gave Russell Brunson some room to adapt the Dream 100 principle for a more modern setting. The main idea was to identify 100 businesses or 100 neighborhoods that make up your golden clients, your ideal customers. The adaptation Russell Brunson used came about because he was looking for a way to get lots more people to come see his funnels so more people would have the opportunity to buy from him. He called the technique of finding 100 individual businesses, for instance, selling one-to-one, or in other words, selling from the advertiser to the business. And he wanted to try and use a different technique, which he called selling one-to-many. And as I thought about this earlier, I realized that basically Russell Brunson was just using the approach of picking a neighborhood and marking to everyone in there. Uh, but it still is a little bit different. So I'll continue to show this tactic here. Brunson essentially thought to himself, rather than trying to get the attention of every individual person in that neighborhood, I will try and get the attention of someone in the homeowners association. And once they endorse me, then the whole neighborhood will know about me and I will get lots more people to come to me just by contacting that one person. So his variation of the Dream 100 was finding the individuals who have a contact list with lots of people on it and getting those people to endorse him so that all their contacts will have a positive impression of him for the first time. Those people who have contact lists are most often referred to today as uh, social media influencers or people with big followings on social media. So the way to monetize this strategy of the Dream 100, as edited by Russell Brunson, is to find social media influencers who will get you on their show or podcast and leave a positive review about you and then allow you to put a link to your sales funnel in the description of that episode. Then everyone who watches or listens to that episode will know about you, have a favorable first impression, and know where to go to find information about the products or services that you sell. In the context of 100xing your business, the potential with this strategy is enormous. Just imagine if you could get on the show of someone who has 10,000, 100,000, or even a million subscribers, and they all heard a positive review of you from the show host, which is someone that they respect and now have the exact link to enter your sales process in your funnel. The potential is humongous. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, so now that I've shared that, I want to switch gears a little bit and share um, some thoughts that I had from a book that I'm reading right now. It's called rich dad, poor dad. And it's by, uh, by a guy named Robert, Robert Kiyosaki. And I wanted to talk primarily about, uh, or I wanted to start by talking about this idea that he shared about making money out of nothing. And it went a little bit like this. 
At one time, he borrowed $2,000 from a friend in order to pay the down payment for a house he bought at auction at $20,000. He knew the house was worth about $70,000 when he bought it. He now owned the title of the house and then sold the house to someone else for $60,000 before he'd even paid the bank the rest of the $20,000. He paid the friend back for the $2,000 he borrowed, paid off the $20,000 to the bank, and after all of that, made $40,000 in profit. And all without putting a single penny of his own money into that transaction. I think he paid his friend uh, an extra amount of money for letting him borrow the $2,000 from him too. So Kiyosaki was obviously very happy having made about 40 grand. The buyer was happy because they got the house for $10,000 cheaper than what they expected to pay for it. And the friend was happy because he got some extra money for loaning his, for loaning his money out for just a few weeks. This was an example of using money to make money and how that can be done without actually having money in the first place. And I get that it sounds risky borrowing money for investing, and it is, but Kiyosaki felt that the more financially literate you are, or in other words, the more you understand how money works, how the law works, and how to analyze how much the investments are worth, the more capable you are of making calculated risks. So in his mind, the very same investment opportunity that is considered very risky for someone who doesn't understand very much about money could be considered reasonable and a great opportunity that's not worth passing up to someone who is financially literate. And as an aside, I feel like the concept of knowing how money works sounds really vague and might uh, seem kind of meaningless. But really what he's talking about when he says that is having an understanding in four main areas of finance. The four areas of finance that Kiyosaki says are most important to know are accounting, marketing, law, and investing. He said that a firm uh, a firm understanding of all four of these topics will give you the foundation you need you need to becoming financially independent. And I'll briefly describe what I understand so far from what he says about each of those four things. When he refers to accounting, he's talking about knowing how to read numbers, basically to be able to look at a business's financial reports and understand where the money's coming in, how efficiently it's being used in the business and where there are problems or opportunities for growth. When he talks about marketing, He's talking about how to communicate with individuals in such a way that they want to buy from you. And personally, I love this topic, um, marketing. And I've been eating up the training that I've been getting from Russell Brunson through the courses I bought through him, from him and through the book Expert Secrets. And I'll put a link in the description eventually <laughs> if you want to check that out. So... When he refers to law, he means primarily understanding tax law. So you know how to use the law to your advantage. And uh, one example of this is by creating a corporation 
And by doing this, he said, you can pay all your expenses before you pay taxes so that you end up paying a very small amount in taxes. And this can be considered a loophole in the tax code. And you would not be able to take advantage of it if you didn't understand the law. Uh, finally, he talks about investment. Uh, and when he does, he's referring to things like the example I mentioned earlier about the house where he paid the down payment for it and then sold it for $60,000. And personally, I don't really understand this topic super well. So I am looking forward to getting a better grasp of it as I finish the book and then keep learning from other sources. So these four topics, accounting, marketing, law, and investing make up what he calls financial intelligence. And I'm really intrigued by this book because he compares two different opinions about money, the rich dad's perspective and the poor and highly educated dad's perspective. And the rich dad's perspective he shares here is very different from my upbringing, um, as in basically everything that I was taught from society about money. Kiyosaki said that his rich dad taught him to gain financial intelligence so you can let your money work for you while his poor and highly educated dad said to get lots of formal education so you can get a good paying job with great benefits. In other words, so that you can be better at working for money. While Kiyosaki is not downplaying the importance of formal education, he explains that there is a need for financial education as well so that you can use that together with your formal schooling so that you can make financial decisions that will make money for you without you needing to put in long hours at work to earn it. So anyway, there you have it. Uh, it was a bit jumbled, but that is a part of what I've been learning from reading Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I hope it sparked some ideas for you to study and learn more about. Again, I'm Braden Johnson, and I'll see you in the next podcast. Until then, keep learning, keep practicing, and prepare yourself so you can make a 100x difference in the world.